Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Glamier. Hi, this is Dr. Tabitha Samir. I'm a cosmetic dermatologist, owner, and founder of Mirror Skin Cosmetic in New York City and star of an Emmy award-winning Bravo TV show. My podcast is all about great conversations with your favorite celebrities, media personalities, and well-known experts in the worlds of lifestyle, celebrity, relationships, and more. Through their stories, I hope to uplift, inspire, and educate. This is Glamier. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Glam Mirror, and I'm here today with Carrie Riley. Mom. Hi, Carrie. Hi. <laughs> Were you going to intro me? Yes, I, I was. I couldn't wait for it. Hello. Mom. She's mom, she's wife, comedian, TV host. You might have seen her on the Today Show, CNN, Wendy Williams. Yeah. And you're the newest co-host of The Daily Glow yes. on Little Things, which is a Facebook network channel exactly um and you're just funny oh and oh. you have a blog called not so skinny mom i do thank you and you're That's just so super nice. funny oh um, we met maybe three years ago after i did my bravo show and we were at an event and we spent two years trying to have lunch with each other oh my god it was ridiculous and not that i didn't want it to happen well no you didn't <gasps> i so did <laughs> i have some restless children i that know are very well, you've got kids me. that you've got to worry about and take care of and you yeah. know feed and nurture yes and exactly and um, we reconnected because um, we were always in touch, but you started yeah. co-hosting The Daily Glow. Can and you tell us about that? Yeah. So, you know what? And you're right. It yeah. brings me into the city yeah. every day. Mm -hmm. The show is at one o'clock. Mm -hmm. um, I live in the Burbs, so mm -hmm. I wasn't necessarily here every day. Yeah. Um, it's over by Penn Plaza, uh -huh. the studios. It's in NYC. NYC. Thank you for saying that. Yep. New York City. Uh, it's really great. The network is Little Things, mm -hmm. which is all about positive entertainment yeah. and in, informing you or fun videos. And our show um, is, I guess you could kind of say it's styled like The View, just where it's a topical everyday show yeah. where we um, have guests on. We talk about current events and it's funny and just yeah. being silly. So it's every day at one o'clock Eastern Thank on the you. Facebook network yep. um, of, the little, of Little Things. And I actually was on it and I really enjoyed my little segment. Because I love you I on. have to tell you, like, it's just uh, my my topic was debunking celebrity health trends. Yeah. And we talked about the jade egg that women insert into their vagine. And if that <laughs> like Brian's looking at me like, what? <laughs> yeah. Some women, not all women. Well, I do no, not put not a jade all egg. women do that. OK, no, all right. I don't put that in my vagine. Well, you did say, what is the vagine? A cabinet that you can just put things in? You did say. I remembered because it was just so it just got so ridiculous because we were talking about like the jade egg and how Gwen the Paltrow gives me a lot of like a lot of content to debunk. Oh, yeah. On her goop site. Totally. I can imagine that. Yeah. So I'm on there and I remember I was talking with you ladies about like these health trends that celebrities are talking about. And because they have this platform of celebrity, they can say whatever they want. Like I rub there's a woman who rubs semen on her face. And stop she's, it. Yeah. I know. And is she, she on the corner of 42nd and Broadway? Because I've met her before. Her name's Destiny. <laughs> I've met Destiny. Uh -huh. It wasn't pretty. Yeah, I know. It wasn't. <laughs> 
um, actually, it's, it's it's something that these the, that people are talking about, and as they talk about, like eating placenta was another thing. Like Ugh. women that eat their placenta. Okay, here's doesn't the thing. that sound so gross? It's so gross. All these organs and fluids that are inside of our body need to stay there. They yes. don't belong on the face to try to take wrinkles away. I just think that it's not worth it. Just get old. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on now. Well, just, uh, just, we just. Do, we have to get let old. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Uh, or go to a good dermatologist and get a laser. Don't rub semen in your face and put vagine eggs up your vagine. Okay, so you're saying lasers, well, like what would I use a laser for? Wouldn't I just get oh, Botox gosh. for wrinkles? Well, no, there's so many different, like the face is three-dimensional. Okay. Um, and so there's different things. You have skin texture. You have fine lines and wrinkles. You have deep folds you have sagging so there's all sorts of things to do botox works on wrinkles for muscle expression like between the brows like how mm-hmm. you're moving your eyebrows right now listening to me so intently that right there between your brows could be botoxed it's but, been botox but it's been f- since june yeah it's time again isn't june it june was two months ago i know you must be really concentrating a lot then. <laughs> Oh, man, that is such a test. Well, did you bring Woo. some Botox today to stick me you know, with, please? You I, um, I didn't bring any today. I didn't know that that would be something. I could come back on Little Things and do it. It's something I would always like. Yeah. Please. Okay. You I must. actually, sometimes people won't hang out with me unless I bring it. Are you? I never knew I could instill <laughs> that rule with you. That's I'm it. I'm not saying it works. The rule's <laughs> happening right now. But, you know, uh, yeah. But that was one thing that when we were on your when we were on your show, Little Things, that yeah. was all the ladies on the there. The Daily Glow. Like, the Daily Glow on Little Things. All of the ladies on there were like, you got to come back and inject us next time you're on. You have to. Yeah. Okay. I thought you weren't into injecting, though, on camera at one time. Um, I'm kind of still not. It's, yeah. it's, it's so bizarre because, you know, you need to make sure um, there's the practices are okay and that it's yeah. sterile. And, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. And um, sometimes just the added pressure of the time. Because as you know, on TV, they have everything timed. Mm-hmm. In different, you know, like you need to make sure that this segment wraps the next amount of time. And yeah. I don't know anybody who would want to purposefully like get injected on air in real time when something could go wrong. Well, I would for free. Okay. That's how I operate. Got it. I like free things. You well, know who's that. Paying me. I'm <laughs> oh wait, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, you get to do it on me. I get it. That's that my great? payment there. So what is the, what is uh, you know what is the Daily Glow about? What, what do I do about this? By oh, the way, before she's we pointing get to that. at the area beneath her chin. Yeah, because you said lasers. Is that laser or is that cool? There's something called Kybella that helps with the under neck fat. Okay. And oh, it's fat. Thank you, Doctor. Or, or loose skin. Yeah. Oh, or loose, loose skin. skin. It gets even better. I mean, I'm just telling you what it's good for. Yeah. And then, or you could do like under the neck. A lot of people have that issue with under neck, like they want to do like a lower lip, lower facelift or mm-hmm. liposuction. Um, and and that's what it is. You want to get that skin tighter. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. Sign me up. Well, sign me up for your show. So, so yeah. how did you get into that? You know, um. I it was just a matter of I always liked little things yeah I didn't know that they were breaking out to doing a daily talk show I knew they did some shows mm-hmm. but they've really expanded how many shows they're now pushing out which mm-hmm. is awesome mm-hmm. and we have just um, a great um, group of positive executives that guide us and they're creative which mm-hmm. it's in you know in this creative world when you're in show business yeah. you can well it's a digital it's, platform which is so interesting yes. because a lot of you know i came from a television show yeah. on bravo tv and um since that it's only been three years now it's changed so much. People so much. are doing so much more on a digital platform mm-hmm. and you can reach more people than you do on a network show. 
which is crazy. Yeah. And the people, I don't think the people in linear television, though, realize that. No, I don't, it's still. There's not a whole lot of value in it yet. It's, it's still to them. oddly um, un, un understood, misunderstood. Yes. Because, uh, you know, sponsors are starting to get it. Mm -hmm. Like, if, if you have a sponsor that's going to be on a show, like, I think that Little Things has like 10 million subscribers. 10 yeah. million. Yeah. And, um, you know, I know that with most Bravo shows, if you get a million viewers, that's a big deal. So yeah. imagine you're on a channel that has 10 million subscribers. I feel like if, even if 10% of those people are watching, you get the viewers that you want. That's exactly right. And the some, sponsors are starting yeah. to pick up on that. And some network television shows are happy with 200,000 views in yeah. one night. Yeah. Or 100, and we get about 100,000 um, or more yeah. uh, views a day. Uh -huh. um, but you're right. I did a show back in 2013, I think it was, and it was an initiative with YouTube. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was called How Are You So Sexy? And mm -hmm. it was with Rodale, mm -hmm. which was, uh, you know, they own Women's Health so Magazine. So did you walk up to a random person and be like, how are you so sexy? No, <laughs> no we did 13 episodes uh -huh. and I interviewed That's notable people. Uh -huh. You would have been a great guest I, on did that. Did we not know each other then? No. Okay. Oh, no, 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 we didn't. And um, I basically followed them around in their day mm -hmm. and they would show me like how they were so hot and what made like, <laughs> you know, basically. That's such a narcissistic title. I, I can't help but love it. it but how I had are to you be, so hot? Yeah. How are you so hot? And it was also about like being healthy and everything. You so. know, I have to tell you, you want to yeah. hear like that one moment of mine in New York City where I felt like I have to tell you the story, right? You know, I want to hear. Do it. you know who, who Adriana Lima is? She's a Victoria's Secret model. Why? Dark hair, beautiful dark skin, yeah. like green blue eyes. Yes, She's I stunning, do. right? Um, I am having dinner one night at Cipriani's downtown, and I very I'm fancy, very and bougie. fancy and bougie. And I was like with a fancy bougie crowd, and I go into the bathroom. I get out of the bathroom. I look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, damn, I look good tonight. <laughs> is that damn. what is that what Dr. Tabasum says to herself? Because that's uh, nice. Frequently, but you know, if I can't say I, that about nice. myself, who is? No, I love that you People do that. should say that about themselves. You're right. People should always look at themselves in the mirror and say, damn. I look good. That's so There's nothing wrong with that. No, I, mean, I love it. Why not? I'm, and I was like, I was just feeling myself a little bit, good. having a good time. Had maybe had a glass of wine or two. I was in a good mood. Mm. I was with some fun people. I was laughing, and I'm looking at myself in the mirror. I'm like, oh, my lashes look good. My <laughs> hair looks. My lips. And then all of a sudden, the heavens parted. What? What happened? And a ray of light came down into the bathroom of Chipriani's. Oh. Adriana Lima walks out of the other bathroom stall. <gasps> Stands next to me on the sink next to me. And so it's me on the left and Stop Adriana it. on the right. And this girl just kind of like looked over at me and then looked back at the mirror and like <laughs> tousled her hair a little bit, pursed her lips, and then sashayed on out of there. And I went from like, oh, to <laughs> Crash and burn. It was I don't the hardest that. moment of my life, okay? I was feeling myself and then... Then some somebody in the universe was like, uh-uh, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. Yeah, it was like she walked out of the bathroom stall as if it was a Victoria's Secret runway. Oh, my. Of course. Yeah. I like Hardest that. moment of my life. Oh, that is, it was. I could only imagine. It must have been. Hey, every bathroom is a is a runway. Every bathroom is a runway. And I thought I owned it. But it was like, imagine you think like you're like, oh, and then all of a sudden Adriana Lima walks out. I have to tell you, though, I think you're so beautiful that mm -hmm. I can't imagine... Um, that some you would view someone and I'm being totally serious because I'm okay. Mm -hmm. I'm all right looking right, but I know I, I'm being truthful. <laughs> 
Okay, this is why right. a lot of people become funny. Like you just yeah. got to own what you got. Yeah. And um, but I know that there are, of course, substantially very beautiful women. And so uh, you know, I see them in magazines. I think you're very beautiful. Thank and you. so it's surprising to me to hear someone like so pretty as you go, "Oh, that one's even prettier than me." But you know, I'm just keeping it real. You know, yeah, like people. But you do feel that way. Yeah, and, and that, it's okay. You know, I I'm, I come from an industry where I I treat a lot of women and men for beauty treatments, a cosmetic dermatology. People aren't coming to me to look worse right you know, they're coming to look better and so I've been around lots of people who are chasing something that is never gonna be able to uh, be accomplished with physical whatever it is whether it's the way you look or the way you know you I don't know mm-hmm. if you want to chase that you're never gonna get it it has to come from within there well, has to be your mind has to be in the right place and that's why we're friends because I yeah. couldn't just be friend by the way I couldn't just be friends with a pretty girl yeah because they're kind of shallow bitches right sometimes sometimes they are and I know what you're sometimes, talking about you aren't you are no. real I, in fact I feel like there's a little bit of a fat girl inside you there might be <laughs> well well okay you have to come you have to realize that that comes from this right yeah I come from a immigrant family my parents came over here to build a better life for me and my sister. From where? From Kashmir. They're Kashmiri. Which is where? It's, it's in the Himalayas. It's this disputed territory between India and Pakistan. Mm. So they left there. They came here. And so we were always a little different. We were always different. And I um, I have to tell you, that part of me has never left. We uh, were we didn't look like, I went to school and there were, I'm around a bunch of blonde hair, blue eyed girls and boys. And I didn't fit the standard of beauty of the high school that I was in. Yeah. Um, Back I, then, especially. Yeah. I mean, Kardashians changed it. Like, where was that bitch when I was growing up? <laughs> I would have loved that. Um, but, uh, you know, even even if Kim and I were similar age wise, she wasn't famous mm-hmm. and she definitely wasn't a public figure. And um, I always have that little thing inside of me where I never relied on what I look like to achieve things. That's and I'm so grateful for that, because if I had to rely on what I look like, I don't know that that messes with your mind. Don't you think so? That is so interesting yeah. to hear your story on that. Yeah, I didn't realize that. And I sometimes I was thinking, like, what keeps it so real for her? Yeah. But that that was your struggle. Yeah. And I, I have to tell you, I was blessed with a little bit of uh, I don't want to call it ignorance because it mm-hmm. wasn't ignorance. It was like, who bothers? My mom always used to say that to me. Who bothers? Like if somebody else doesn't Fit, feet, make you feel a certain way or you so you're different so you're not like everybody else my mom was like who cares yeah who cares who I, she always used to say who bothers um you know i i didn't have uh i had you know dark curly hair you know as opposed to straight gwyneth paltrow blonde hair and um yeah i think that it just kind of stuck with me and i went through med school and all of a sudden people were paying attention to me because i looked like no other doctor and that wasn't helpful either ironically oh, when it's it, interesting yeah so I just think that anyone who relies on their looks um, doesn't get very far, at least in their emotionally. Yeah, I think that, right, you're not going to be satisfied, truly satisfied. Yeah. I think that's good. That's so interesting to yeah. me. Yeah. I love that. And because I rely completely on my look. <laughs> I don't Carrie, know how to get wake Carrie, up without it. The, Carrie, actually, I see the way you put your lashes and your hair on when you're going to the little things. She walked. Okay, so the best thing about you, the best thing is like your Insta stories when you're when you're commuting in from New Jersey yep. to New York, trying to get to little things. Hashtag on time, commuter life. Hashtag commuter life, and you show up. You're like, I got a coffee, and you have no makeup on. Your hair. I got a coffee. Commuter life. I'm on the train. Commuter life. <laughs> Well, you know what? I know I always, um, I you know, I 
do tape things that are funny because I and a lot of times I look at the the video and I'm like, oh, why I can't do that. Look at how I look. And then I'm like, no, you know what? That's that's being real. Yeah, that's what it is. That's why I think, um, you know, I connect to people is because I am who I am. Mm -hmm. I don't you know, at the end of the day, all this comes off. And it's busted. Yeah. And it is and you're what a it mom. is. I'm a mom. You're a mom. What am I going to do? And it's funny because this all entire conversation came about from your show that's like, how are you hot? Is that what how it is? are you so sexy? Oh. It's on YouTube. You can still catch it. Yeah. Um, you know, we did people like um, Sabrina Soto from HGTV. She's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Steve Weatherford. He was he was at a Super Bowl uh-huh. champion and um, Giants uh, punter or back in the day not anymore but um so it was it was primarily a health show mm-hmm. but you, that was youtube uh you know creating partners yeah. and, with money yeah. saying hey we want to create our own programming everyone was like what create yeah. your own program and people don't get that now like there's a whole section called youtube red which is yeah. like, like ryan seacrest is doing shows with the kevin hart right. ellen degeneres and people are like well youtube i have a youtube channel and people are like mm-hmm. sue how's your little youtube channel yeah. going i'm like little youtube channel <laughs> what are you talking about it's a big youtube channel <laughs> that's right baby it's big but um it's 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 very much going the route of digital it's sort of like this podcast right here some people over a certain age don't understand that it's not on live radio at like two o'clock in the afternoon on a thursday yeah. it's available like on demand anytime you want yes you know i don't i podcast like i I, I get confused about them too mm-hmm. because there are some people that are so devoted to mm-hmm. podcasts, mm-hmm. and um, and I just I guess for me because I have kids, I I'm always thinking when can I listen to it? Yeah, I you guess know, I, on your commute. Yes, on my on my hashtag commuter life. That's yeah, correct. You can listen to it then. Yeah, yeah. So um, so you mentioned something about being funny. Yeah. Um, talk about sometimes that. being funny. sometimes you're funny. Yeah, but this always. whole comedian thing, like the difference yeah. between male comedians and female comedians I feel women well, I guess men are like this too but I feel like a lot of female comedians are self-deprecating like mm-hmm. they make fun of themselves like mm-hmm. it's almost like you can't be like you can't be Adriana Lima and be a comedian right I mean you, you can have, but you have to be very good yeah um, it just it's you know so what yeah. so what the smart the the beautiful girls can't do comedy boohoo go yeah. do everything else leave us alone <laughs> all right leave us alone this is my territory stay in your lane <laughs> that's right stay that's in your lane curious. stay in your lane leave beautiful. us alone um you know I I I agree like you do get caught up in it where you you can be so much of I hate myself it's self deprecating. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for me, uh, comedy just started, I was an actor mm-hmm. and then I, I always felt like I was 20 years old, no lie, mm-hmm. uh, booking a menopause commercial. <laughs> I really did. Estrovin. I was like, um, I think I'm at the wrong audition. They're like, no, you're not. Yeah. And I was like, but I'm not even 24 years old. And they're Doesn't like, doesn't matter. You're doing menopause. The 13 year old gets to <laughs> yes! play moms. <laughs> I, I, was, I all of a sudden I'm driving That's a car so with kids in the up. back talking about menopause gum. That's so messed up. So I was always just a little off the beat. I'm the one coming out of the toilet stall with toilet paper on my shoe. Yeah. And I'm going to own it before you do. Yeah. And that's where it comes from usually for comedians. Like we're going to make fun of it before you have a chance to even think of it. And we're just flawed. A lot of them are very depressed and everything. Um, and I have a, a bit of that. You know, I had I lost my father when I was very young. Yeah. I was eight years old. And so I think that we all became funny just yeah. to survive. And isn't that interesting about what you just said that comedians are always a little there's a little bit of depression in all yeah, of them. Sure. Can you speak to that at all? Because, mm-hmm. I, you know, I look at somebody like Will Ferrell, who I think is funny, but there's something about Will Ferrell that I bet, and I don't know Will Ferrell. I've never yeah. met Will Ferrell. This is either. just me speaking as like a regular person.
person. I feel like he's probably not that fun to be around when he's not being funny. Right. I don't know why I think that. No, I think that's true. I mean, you meet a lot of comedians and mm-hmm. you're like, wow, they're not like on like yeah. you expect them to yeah. be. Like I think Robin Williams was one of those like some he was, he was just necessarily quiet if you ever saw him privately. Yeah. Um I didn't know him either. Yeah. But I I do think um I I think that sometimes you it's a lot of energy, especially yeah. if you're a high energy comedian, which I'm I tend to be. Mm-hmm. And when you're pushing it out, you're pushing it out full force and that's exhausting. Mm-hmm. And then you, you just don't always want to, you know, if the moment strikes, but you don't have to always crack a joke. Mm-hmm. I, that's exhausting to me. I that was, is exhausting. I was speaking with Heather McDonald. I interviewed her for one of my podcasts and <clears throat> she was talking about the whole thing about female comedians. And mm-hmm. she really wanted to make sure she got married. Mm-hmm. Because she felt if she didn't, then she never would because of her job. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Why is that? And she said that male comedians get all the. She's right. They have so much sex and they're always like getting fangirls. That's what she said. She's like, the male comedians get so much booty. And she's like, and the female ones are like lepers. So she's like, I wanted to make sure I got married so that I wouldn't be like in this category of like the untouchable comedian female. Right. Is that true? Um, I haven't seen that. I don't know. I, I like her too. But I've seen a lot of um, hot comedians that totally get tail. I, mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. That's Amy Schumer's one of them. She's always talking about it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's because Amy Schumer, that's her thing. I'm sure she gets tail now. But I mean, that was sort of her thing about the self-deprecating thing about I feel like it, when she was kind of unknown in the YouTube world, mm-hmm. her whole thing was like trying to be a slut kind of thing. Yeah, I agree with that. But see, somebody like... Okay, so if if you're on stage, okay, and you are 150 pounds overweight, mm-hmm. your first joke has to talk, should probably talk about that. Yeah. And usually if you find a comedian, whatever, whatever their flaw is that you can see right away, uh-huh. if they, you know, they've got like a, a peg leg or something, they're, they're going to own it and that's going to be the first joke. Yeah. Because you've got to let people laugh, let them know that I know, I see what you see mm-hmm. and I own it and we're going to now, we, we can push it aside and we can relax and we can have fun and do some jokes here. Does that extrapolate onto real life? Because um, what you're saying is if there's a flaw, you're mm-hmm. owning it. So you're up on stage owning this flaw that you know everybody's looking at, right? Whether Absolutely. It's, does that does that, does that that happen in real life with you? Like, do you feel like on a day-to-day basis you've, you're more open to your flaws? Yeah. I think I spend a lot of time um, feeling embarrassed about uh, mm-hmm. being vulnerable or saying something that I thought was maybe I shouldn't have said or just uh, to me being embarrassed was such an awful helpless emotion uh-huh. and I remember it vividly in high school and being stuff helpless, yeah. yeah it felt helpless to yeah. me when I was embarrassed yeah and and I mean I don't mean to be gross but seriously one time <laughs> in gross. Catholic school <laughs> I farted and the whole <laughs> class erupted and I was in front of the class. I didn't expect to do it. I was trying to get to the bathroom and I wanted oh my God. to die. Yeah. And I thought, I don't want everyone to own that anymore. Yeah. So if I that. farted, I'm going to be like, I'm doing it and here yeah. it's happening. Yeah. And, and so I just think it's better whether even if it's like plastic surgery. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I did this or I did that. Own it. Whatever. Do you think that that fart <laughs> Thank you for this is medical <laughs> term, by the way. This is a medical. This I'm with a doctor. Yes. Was Flatulence. the launch of your comedic career Obviously. that one part? <laughs> Sister Michael, Ka- do you want to know how it happened? Yeah, I do. Should, I, should want, we, I want to know everything. Should we dial it back, Brian? Why not? No. All right. 
Uh, I was um, I was in Catholic school, and Sister mm-hmm. Michael Kevin was my nun. Sister Michael Kevin. Sister Michael. Ke- she looked exactly as the name. It's on a monopoly. I feel like I already know what she looks like. <laughs> Correct. There's a poster right there of Taz. <laughs> That's I what feel Sister like Michael <laughs> Kevin looked like. The wrestler, right Taz here. The wrestler. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And I remember vividly. I'm sitting. By the way, my mother's mortified if she were to ever hear this story. We'll just have or to my not friend, give your mother this link. Eileen, who doesn't okay. like potty humor, and I'm sitting there, and I all of a sudden I remember feeling a gas bubble. And going, oh, you know that? Oh, it's happening. Did and you it make was, that noise? It was. It was oh. just. It was a verbal. <laughs> did I just hear a sound effect? I did not do that was that. me. Oh. I did that. <laughs> That's I did that. it. And I was just like, oh, okay. And I remember balancing my butt cheeks on the wooden like chair, grinching really hard. Oh, as tight as clenching, clenching, clenching the so hard. You were creating. I like, think I was ten. Diamonds down there. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I could do to not have this fart come out. Diamond here, (laughs) nothing's coming out of this thing. We're in study hall. Mm, It's silent. Silent. And I'm like, you couldn't pick gym class. You had to pick study hall. I know, right? No, I couldn't be outside in the open air. Lunch. It had to be. I must have been. It was new lettuce that came into your system. What the heck was I eating? Beans. Beans. It was probably like bean Salisbury steak. It it was ass. I was eating ass. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm going back and forth and I'm trying to like you know decapitate this fart and then all of a sudden. <laughs> All of a sudden, um, I was like, uh, I'm bailing. It's got to happen. Yeah. So I raised you my stood hand. Up. Okay. No, no. I, I wasn't strong enough to do that. <laughs> I hadn't. I hadn't. You hadn't decapitated. You hadn't <laughs> squished. You hadn't clenched hard enough to. I haven't suffocated no. enough. And I raised my hand. I just said, excuse me, um, may I, uh, can I go to the bathroom? Mm-hmm. And Sister Michael Kevin didn't like that. She said, I don't know. Can you? Oh. Do you have a can of tuna? And I was like, <laughs> "What does that mean? You may go to the um, what's the uh, what's the fancy word? I can't remember what she was laboratory? to say. Laboratory. You may go to the lavatory. Oh. I was like, where the hell is the lavatory? I gotta go to the lab. I got. I got to the lab. I'm uh, doing uh-huh. a Bunsen burner. Yeah. And then I got up. I stood up. And I and I just were you remember. Still clenching? Oh, were you uh, clenching? And were as you hard as I a could, bit? I had sweat coming down. So you weren't really sure if this was gas or something else. No, I knew it was gas. Okay, I gotcha. was certain of that. Okay. I didn't think I was going to crap my pants yeah, or anything. Okay. And I'm looking around, going, "Oh boy, okay." And then I, I, I and I just honestly remember looking at the brass doorknob <laughs> so far away, and I thought if I could just get to that door to uh-huh. get to the bathroom, uh-huh. and. Then, <laughs> started and I was in the back row and all and there were oh like, and you were all in the, back the desks row. were lined oh, up yes and, and it's I had like to go. the long is your mind kind of it's make tunnel it vision yeah. mm-hmm. I see it do you see the movie do you yeah. see what's happening and the rows get longer They're they got longer out, and I was and like shiny brass totally and the girl in yeah. front of me has perfect feathered hair and I could never get my hair like yeah. that and here I am so stuck your mind with a was fart. a lot yeah and there's a lot going on. and all of a sudden I'm like all right I can do this and I take one step at a time and to get to the front of the classroom were you walking like with a clenched Yes, yeah. and then all of a sudden, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and I was like, and then I walked faster, and I was walking faster. Then it's really coming out. So like, it had cadence to it. No, <laughs> no, it's like shooting out. Boop, and then boop, I, boop, I put boop. my arm out to that doorknob, and I just went. Oh my god! Oh. And I was like, and it went on forever. And I and I, I didn't look back. And I remember walking through the door and going right into the bathroom <laughs> and just going, "Oh my god, what did I do?" Were people laughing. Oh, I Everybody? heard the whole classroom erupt. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I remember I was hid in the bathroom for yeah. what seemed like twenty minutes because yeah. I wanted to flush my head down the toilet. Yeah. And I just remember one girl came in the bathroom to wash her hands and she goes, "Hey." Did you just fart oh in front of God, the whole class? Like, yeah. And I go, 
no. <laughs> she goes, well, we all thought you did. I go, well, I didn't. Yeah. And I stood, stayed in there for another 10 minutes until recess. And then I, I you let never me. came back to class. Did but you? I thought, no, 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 no. I didn't go back in. But I thought that is not going to happen again. If I have to do that, I'm going to lift my cheek and it's just going to, I'm owning it. Because you know, farts are louder when they're coming through a clenched butt. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> Could you tell me the medical terms, please? It's just the air through a, it's like an air through a straw <laughs> as opposed to <laughs> air through a hose. It's just it's going to be louder with a high pitch (laughs) as opposed to (laughs) (laughs) I should have just opened the gates you should have just unclenched and let her out I couldn't because it's like a dam of of gas trying to come out through a straw (laughs) if I could tell you to go and do it over again just unclench well I'm I'm glad I know it now right now I own it but you know it's good that you didn't know that because it became the 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 catalyst for you to become a comedian <laughs> and th- that's true but that is one thing that you learned and i learned and, and now i have a daughter and i i i always feel like oh i hope she doesn't have pain oh i hope she doesn't experience embarrassment i hope she yeah. doesn't and then i i have to remember oh but that's what shaped me to make decisions mm-hmm. and become and create character Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Inspiring conversations on lifestyle, celebrity, relationships, and more. This is Glamier with Dr. Tavis Amir. You know, um, I have two nieces, and you remember when Frozen was kind of big? Of course. I say that like it was so long ago. It was I know. Like yesterday. And the whole thing was Elsa had that, you know, white golden hair, whatever you want to call yes. it. Yes. And my nieces, ice hair, ice hair, and my nieces clearly don't. They have dark hair. And one time I was talking to my niece, Sophia, Sophia was talking and she's like, "Um, I wish I had golden hair. And I just was thinking to myself, oh, no, no, no. This is not happening to another generation. No, the buck stops here. I remember thinking that she's not going to think that, you know, because I was the dark haired, long, dark haired girl. The long-haired, you know what I'm trying to say. Yes, I do. And she is, I don't want to hear her say that. Yeah. And it really bothered me because yeah. it triggered something in me that I remember feeling. Um, and I said, you know what, Sophia? Golden hair is beautiful. And so is dark hair. And so is red hair. All hair is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Except for when it's like in your coffee. Except when it's or a bad dye job and it's a brunette trying to go blonde and it's orange. That is never okay. Okay, I've been there before. Yes, my hair pulls orange. Yeah, and I've asked too. you, how does your hair not pull orange? I think it's I've a spent a lot. Goldilocks. Yeah, but that's from years of bad. Well, no, a few years of bad. But then you just find somebody who knows how to do. It. People know how to do that stuff these days, so you know it doesn't look orange. Not in Jersey. No, not in Jersey. Well, Jersey is like that's the national hair color of Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> it's our state that's color. That's your state color. <laughs> well, that's interesting you say that because when I was at the front desk to come up here uh-huh. to this beautiful building, mm-hmm. um, when I was at the front desk, the, the woman the woman goes, "Excuse me, are you a New Jersey housewife?" Oh I my go, God, were you like? Is, 
Did you like slipping? Like, uh, yeah. I sort is of that a, good or bad. I said, is that good or bad? Because to me, it means I've got big hair and I I'm too much makeup. And big cleavage. And, uh, and obviously, lashes. yeah, yeah. I, I'm too much. That's what it means. And I and I'm yeah. coming from the show today, yeah. so I've got hair and makeup on. Yeah. And she goes, no, no, no. It's a good thing. I think she, all housewives are hot. Yeah. And I went, oh yes, I am. Thank you so much. But I agree. Really, just a housewife of my home. But yes. Um. You know, which housewives are the hottest? Because I don't think they're all that hot. Oh, Kristen Takeman is a friend of mine. She's absolutely beautiful. Well, Kristen is naturally gorgeous. And you could make her anywhere, anything. She could be a Jersey Shore girl. She could be a Vanderpump Rules. She could be, she's just stunning. So let's not talk about Kristen because she's someone that just, but like, I think that some of the housewives are a little bit hotter than the others as a collective. Of course. Like, I think that the Beverly Hills housewives are hot. Well, they have more money than all of them. But that's okay. They have money and they can like get their anything they want bleached on a well, moment's notice including their anus do you <laughs> wait a minute you're supposed to get your anus bleached well they could if they wanted to Should, I they, don't if get they my... wanted a pretty anus they could get it bleached i'm just saying they have the means um back to back to the anus by the way right, i'm sorry I keep bringing um, that up. but wait let me ask you something somebody did say to me I, I thought this was interesting um somebody said you should be a housewife i said well, they have all this money and no they don't not uh, all what is that they about don't. how are you t- saying <clears throat> that? tv I, is a very interesting thing you and yeah. i have talked about this before there are some people that just have a ton of money and they're great for TV. The Beverly Hills crew, there's no disputing that they are wealthy. You mm-hmm. know, like Adrian Maloof was on there. She comes from the Maloof dynasty. You've got Lisa Vanderpump. Those guys have Camille Grammer. You know, yeah. um, she. they all have Kyle money. Richards. And the difference between L.A. and New York is people in L.A. really like being in front of the camera and showcasing that side of themselves. Mm-hmm. So they have the pink you know, Bentleys and the pink dogs to match and the pink gowns and, you know, all that. I think New York is very different. I think that a real wealthy New York City housewife, a real true blue blood, Upper East Side in that society isn't going to want to be on TV. That's I agree with you on that. And I think that the people that they have on there um, are people that are willing to showcase their lives on television. And some of them may not have the fortune that, Beverly Hills has mm-hmm. and just because you're on TV doesn't mean you know Bethany that wasn't really wealthy at all when she first started no she wasn't but she no. was in that circle um I don't know that she was in that circle I think that they brought her in because um she was friends with Lynn uh, I think Liz Liz no what Jill's Aaron Darryl, yeah yes you're right that's being in the circle Jill's got money she... I don't know that they were friends though I think oh. that she saw her in the Hamptons at a party he's like hey you'd be great for the show kind of thing okay I think it's a little difficult and I think New Jersey's totally different because they have the money but they're more about family Yes, that's you true. Know? So that whole New Jersey thing started off with people being in the family. So I think you could be great at New Jersey. It's just how much of your life do you want to expose? I, oh, you, you want me to be a housewife, a real housewife? A realer. A, a realer. realer. Yeah. All right. You know what? You can call what your, your people. What would your tagline be? Oh, I my tagline. Yeah. My tagline is. She already is, knows. I, I don't know. I actually don't. I'm going to think about it right now. What? So it's got to be who it's it's the, the, the code to the tagline is. Don't call it a fart. Call it a comeback. <laughs> That's your tagline. <laughs> That's your tagline. Yeah, I love it. Don't call it a fart. Call it a comeback. Come back. <laughs> yes, it's perfect. Uh, it's perfect. perfect. There you go, Andy oh, Cohen. How can I top that? Up. You can't. I got how about yours. my ass may be tight, but I'm really clenching a fart. <laughs> That's another one. <laughs> exactly. Tight ass or fart clencher. <laughs> 
how did I become I the? F- have you ever had a talk with your guests about flatulence, or am I the first one? It's really You're sad. You're the first, but it's not sad. It's freaking amazing. Thank you. I like to own it. So, Carrie. What's next for you? What's going on? Like, you got the, first of all, you guys' guests on the Daily Glow is amazing. You just had the Thank Bella you. twins. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Fan Did crush. Did you see? Yeah. Oh, they're fabulous. Are they so beautiful? Yeah. And they're real girls. Like, like girls, girls. Yeah. And you interviewed my friend Mercedes from Shaw the Sunset. Yes. You I love had her. Um, Odd Mom Out, Jill. Jill Cargman. Cargman, yep. You and had Kristen, me. Sh- uh, Sean Clyer. Yeah. Uh, who, did, did I say his name right? Clyer. Do you feel starstruck when they come in the door? Because it's like, holy crap. Yeah, you know what? There's Jill- somebody famous here, and I'm going to interview them. I hope I, I don't know. screw up. I know. You know, um, I think because I, I do come from a background of comedy, like, I, I don't think, there's not, like, a whole lot of screwing up for me in mm-hmm. my eyes. I try to look at it like, look, we're both people. Uh-huh. We both, you know, blow our noses. What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. So I just try to um, keep it simple. Keep it, I mean, just make them laugh. That's mm-hmm. actually when I go into it. I'm like, how am I going to be goofy and make this yeah. one laugh? And you come across and, so natural because oh, sometimes when people have personalities like, um, and they're a little on the shy side and they're around someone, they get starstruck and they start to tone down their personality or yes. they get, you know, they can't I probably talk. become too much. Um, like I stalked Jill Kargman a little bit before my show. I yeah. tweeted at her. I'm like, I'm making her my best friend. Yeah. I don't think that's too much. What's wrong with stalking people and making, forcing them to be your best friend? Yeah. What's wrong There's with that? There's nothing wrong with that. I'm it's a totally good normal. friend. I would, I would be a good friend too. Yeah. And what friend would not want me tweeting at them? Oh, totally. You wouldn't be a good friend if you didn't. Who doesn't want to be chased? And I'm verified. I'm not crazy yeah. on Twitter. And verified means you're not crazy. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. See? And you don't have an egg as an icon, you have your photo. Uh, oh, yes, mm-hmm. clearly. I thought you were saying I don't have any eggs. I was like, I'm <laughs> menstruating. I don't know why you're going there right now. Right, we are talking a lot about I your body. I could full on get pregnant yeah, right awesome. now if you look at me just Maybe right. Maybe you should do that if you look at me just right. <laughs> <laughs> so, but is it, is it yeah. cool to be able to interview yeah. these people? You've got this platform now where you're t- you know, bringing all these people in. It's like a live show. You know, I'm gonna, I don't think I've actually told this publicly. I had something really exciting happen. Uh, my sister, this is I think in March, she called me one day and she has had probably four premonitions in her life mm-hmm. where she and they're always in her dreams. She wakes up and she knows something's going to happen. And it's, it's only been like four times. Mm-hmm. And so um, she called me and she said, I had the weirdest dream last night. I had a dream that you had your own talk show. Oh, wow. And there were curtains and I was standing behind the curtains and I and I looked at. Uh, whoever was there with her and and I just said wow she did it and I I think it was almost three weeks later I met with um, our amazing um, head of programming which is Maya McCann who's great and I and I was and I didn't even understand it was a talk show I was like it's Facebook yeah Yeah. Facebook to me was like iPhone I didn't really understand what was happening and until I really walked in that day and I went oh my god they built a set yeah talk show mm-hmm. and then I, I always say to my sister I'm like how crazy is that that you called that like it's so creepy but it also was like oh this is bigger than this is what was supposed to happen this is bigger than just like a, a flip decision being made it was you know for her to have this premonition which is crazy that's crazy um that's so when I am there I'm just so grateful mm-hmm. it, you, really I'm just a girl from Syracuse you know, in my bedroom, writing a fan letter to John Stamos. <laughs> I did get a postcard back. You Thank did? you. He I was, love that. yeah, he, when he was I'm on sure Guiding he Light. wrote it himself. I'm, I'm sh- yeah, clearly. Um, and so I just think, uh, I'm just so grateful and it's so exciting. And to you know meet what? It's important people. to always, I cut you off. No, I know, but that's okay. All right. Maybe I was done. I don't know, but I had something important to I say. Wa- more important than me. <laughs> do I it. think it's important to remain grateful yeah. because sometimes it doesn't 
It's not easy. No. And sometimes it's really hard. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have bad days doing the thing that you love the most. Mm-hmm. And remember to stay grateful. Yeah. So you don't have a bad attitude. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I know. And it uh, that's true. I mean, I sit in hair and makeup every day. What a wonderful thing. Yeah, exactly. And the day that I go, oh, you're going to put those lashes on again. I got to check myself. Yeah, check yourself. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because we've all been in. But again, you and I, we've been in rough places mm-hmm. before. We didn't live a Pollyanna life. No, for sure not. So we're grateful. And I'm grateful for all this bad things and tough things that have happened because yeah. I'm I'm much more I'm a better person. I'm resilient, and I I know that no matter what, everything's going to be great. It takes a while before you see the lesson, though. Yeah. Sometimes you sit in anger and jealousy, yeah. and why is this happening but to me? But the difference business? between somebody who learns mm-hmm. is how how soon can you remove yourself from that place of being in anger. That's a great point. And yes. victimization. How, how soon quick, can you get out of that? How quick because, do you get back up on the saddle? Because like I've known, I've known, especially with girls and relationships and guys too, um, sometimes like something bad happens and then seven, eight, nine, ten years later, they're still obsessed with what happened. Mm. That's ten years of your life you can't get back. Forget ten years. Even if it's a year, like as soon as you get out of that, you're going to yeah. start actually becoming a better person. It's You're right. You know? You're right. It's a conditioning. So we went from farts to spiritual guru. We Deepak did. Chopra stuff. And I love we it. good. We are a multifaceted. Aren't you friends with Deepak Chopra? Deepak and I are cool. Yeah. You are. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah. Um, he was in here. It was it was intense. Brian was here. Brian, you were here with that, right? Yes, it was. That was intense. Um, I remember reading his book, thinking to myself, whoa, I don't know that I'm smart enough for this stuff. Really? <laughs> it was so unbelievably fascinating and and just like you think you know and then you realize there's so much more that you're learning and I really appreciated his patience in Mm. sitting down and talking and being really really it's very important for him for people to get the message right like he does I notice with him he doesn't talk at you he's teaching you yeah it's like you're sitting in a lecture but a good lecture like a fascinating it's like a TED talk Mm. oh could you imagine if you were his wife and you're like I just want to change the channel I well, don't want the TED Talk okay, tonight. Okay, so I was talking DP. to somebody about this. Come on, DP. DP. Can I call him DP? Is that his name? I think it's a cute thing. I don't know. Yeah. DP. Um, but I was talking to somebody about, like, imagine, and not just Deepak. Like, for example, being like Tony Robbins' wife or being like the oh, wife of, Tony like, Robbins. I know. I tried to get him in and he's doing a book tour. He's maybe so soon. But, like, being the wife of one of these spiritual gurus. Mm-hmm. Do you ever wonder if they just come home and they're like, hey, honey, I'm home. Where are my grits <laughs> and my beer? You know, like, it's just like, I'm not, I'm not, I, like, it's like the like opposite. One dimensional. Yeah. Like, do you wonder that they come home and they're like, and I'm not speaking about these guys that we're talking about, but just in general, like, yeah. they're all like, and the force is such that. And then they come yeah. like, hey, babe, <laughs> babe, babe, where, babe, where's, where's my slippers, babe? And I feel like, I feel like what if it was like that when they came home? Well, they got to drive someone crazy. Like, you know, and like they got to have an off button. They got to have an off button, just like a comedian. You're not funny yeah. all the time. Yeah. You can't be enlightened all day long. Yeah. Sometimes you got to be unenlightened to be lightened again. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. So I just can't, I can't imagine like what it's like, you know, maybe they just chill and they talk about like, yes. I don't know. Farting. I'm sure <laughs> Jesus farted. Come on. We yeah, all know that. It's biological. Biological. Yeah. It, it is what it is. But I think you're right. I think it's, um. I like what you said, which was it just matters how quickly do you recover. Yeah. Which uh, which is, to me, a conditioning. Yeah. It takes, you know, it mm-hmm. takes a while, which I do find that a lot of 
um, comedians, are, they do have a deeper, darker side. And, yeah. and that's the one that sometimes you'll connect with. Yeah. And then and then you can break out and start laughing at Later. yourself or something silly and goofy yeah. and stupid. So, Carrie, before I wrap this uh, We're wrapping up? I know. I don't want to. Come I want to stay on. here forever and, yeah. like, learn more. Where are you um, on social media and where can people see you? And I know that I talked about Daily Glow like a hundred times, but. No, thank you yeah, for that. It's a great, you're fabulous on it. Oh, you're my favorite. So nice. Thank you're you. You're my favorite. I love them all, but you're. You're just saying that. I'm not thank just you. saying it. Well, you know, I do co-host with Marisol Castro. And Marisol is, Marisol is Marisol. 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 Mari. Mari. Yes. Don't call her Marisol. Okay. It's not her name. I know. And I would be very angry to not say someone's name right, especially considering the it's name It's like I calling have. you Tabasam. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, who is Tabasam? <laughs> so teach me how to say it correctly. Mari Sol. Mari Sol. Mari Sol. She said it means ocean she's, and sun. She's a beautiful. She's a great. She's a, a salt yeah. of the earth. Yeah. Such a good woman. She's wonderful. Mm-hmm. She used to be at GMA and w, I think Pix 11. Yeah. Um, and then Courtney Yates, yes. well, she was um, part of a survivor, uh-huh. China, and she's she's great too. Great. She's she's very compassionate. She, she wasn't people. there when I was there. I didn't get to meet her. No, there yeah. were yeah, someone else was. Yeah. two other people were there, yeah. which who I love as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it, so they can watch you on the Facebook. Yes, little so you go to if you, you go to Facebook, you go to mm-hmm. Little Things, and you like the page, and then you'll see where it says videos, and, and um, you guys pop up. It'll pop up every day, and then uh, my Twitter's uh, Carrie Comic, mm-hmm. uh, my Instagram is Carrie Riley R E I L Y, and uh, NotSoSkinnyMom.com yeah, is it. my blog. I love it, and just so people know, even if you're not watching the show mm-hmm. live on Facebook, you can go back and watch it after it's aired. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's a website LittleThings.com um, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know we've got we had a really we have a really fun show even tomorrow coming up you know tomorrow's force friday friday uh it's the day that they are um they lifted the embargo today that star wars is um putting out all their new toys for the holiday season that coincide with the movie which comes out in december the new star wars so tomorrow we're going to be debuting all these amazing toys from toy insider and we got to look at it today that was really fun fabulous yes thank you so much thank you you're gonna have we're gonna have to have you come back on a panel with somebody who's as funny as we are i would i'm pretty funny right oh i think you're hysterical thank you uh i love i love you i adore you thank you you for having me i've been trying to have you for a long time now i'm glad to be i'm coming back (laughs) you are i yeah i'm coming back you're coming i'm not leaving this is not the last you're gonna see i'm not done yet (laughs) i have some other things i want to talk about fabulous and it better be bodily functions of course (laughs) thanks for being here thank you so much this is great and um, I will be back yeah. whether you want me here or she's not. She's going to be back every week now. I'm bringing Cosmos. Are you bringing Cosmos? I love it. Okay. Thank right. you. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.